as hell and I wanna get ill So I go to a place where my homeboys chill Fellas out there trying to make that dollar I pulled up in the sixfold Alright everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Bored as Hell podcast I'm Adam McDonald with Big Shiny Robot And I'm Andy Wilson, also Big Shiny Robot and you know what? There really wasn't too much this week. Uh, unfortunately, they they screened uh, Birth of a Nation at a time when uh, we were all working, uh, and I did get a chance to see Girl on a Train. But Andy, from what I understand, you were spared the. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, it's terrible. There were a bunch of movies that came out this week that I really wanted to see, and I was I was out of town all week, and I missed all of our screenings. Hopefully, I get to catch up with. With Birth of a Nation and with Middle School, both of which I heard were actually mm-hmm. fairly good. Uh, but yeah, uh, girl on a train. Uh, I'm glad you took, <laughs> you took that, that ride for us. So he, here's the thing. is It's exceedingly rare that I walk into a movie 100% unprepared for what I'm going to see. And by that I mean all I knew about this movie was it was based on a book. It had Emily Blunt. And she was on a train. <laughs> I knew nothing about this movie, which is actually really, really cool because in the age of trailers being everywhere and you know seeing marketing on TV every 20 seconds, uh, this one I somehow missed. I didn't see one trailer. I didn't see one TV spot. I didn't know anything about it aside from occasionally seeing the book in Barnes & Noble with you know, now coming to you on the big screen, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, so, exactly. It, your, your mom knew about it because they read the book in her book one. Like, I think that's how people knew about this movie. And, and that's kind of cool because with this kind of movie where it is almost, it's a mystery, it's kind of a whodunit type thing, you want to go in knowing as little as possible. Uh, unfortunately, this movie is a plotting mess and... I don't know, it's, it has a lot of problems, and honestly, if I would have walked in knowing everything already, I probably would have been disappointed, because I'm, I'm hoping, in this case, the book is much better than the film. Uh, to sum up, and I'm, again, I'll be very brief, because if you do go see this movie, figuring out what happens is half the fun. Um, we've got Rachel, Emily Blunt, uh, she rides a train to and from work every single day, and while she's looking out the window, she uh, kind of makes up stories for the people that she sees, like they, the train always stops in front of this one house, um, where Scott and Megan Hipwell, who are uh, played by Luke Evans and Haley Bennett, uh, live, and she kind of has this whole mythology for them about how they're this amazingly loving couple, and they they have a dream life, and just kind of puts herself in her shoes because, see, Rachel unfortunately is divorced. She's an alcoholic. Uh, her husband left her because she would go with these violent blackout fugues and. Uh, he just couldn't stand being with her, so he ended up cheating on her with Anna, who's played by Rebecca Ferguson, and then left uh, Rachel for Anna, who now actually lives right next door to Scott and Megan Hipwell. <laughs> what do you know? Coincidence, huh? So, one day while she's on the train, she notices that uh, Megan is there apparently being affectionate or making out with someone who is not her husband, and she kind of freaks out, gets drunk, gets off the train to see what happens, and then blacks out and wakes up in the morning, blood on her hands, and Megan is missing. What sets up the whole thing of what happened? <clears throat> Where is she? Is she safe? Is she murdered? Did Rachel do it? So Andy, I have a couple questions for you. Do you like Emily Blunt? I do like Emily Blunt. I think she puts in really good performances. She's 
really versatile actress. I mean, she did Into the Woods, and she did uh, the Watching Tom Cruise Get Killed Over and Over Again movie that I always forget the name of. <laughs> Edge of Tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Otherwise known as Live, Die, Repeat. So yeah, so it, we, we like... Yeah, yeah. We like yeah she's great. Mm-hmm. And she's fantastic here. In fact, the only reason to see this movie is for Emily Blunt because she is amazing. I, I definitely think we'll see some talk with her, possibly Golden Globes Oscar time because she just gives it her all in this film. So we like Emily Blunt. Do we like mysteries? Yeah, I'm a, I'm a fan of mysteries. I mean, if if done well, I mean, you know, I, I love Hitchcock. So, okay. and this seems like the type of Hitchcockian mystery that... Uh, it does, yes. So now my question is, do you like methodically plotting stories? Where like, mm. half hour goes by and nothing happens? No. No, I, <laughs> I do not like that at, at all. And do you like glorifying spousal abuse? Uh, uh, no. <laughs> so, that's where this, this story goes. Uh, direct, the director, uh, Tate Taylor, he did uh, Get On Up and The Help, so he's, he's got some credibility to him. It's like he forgot everything he ever did making those movies and just took the book and tried to be, just threw it at the wall and saw what stuck. This movie is so boring. It's less than two hours long. It feels like a Lord of the Rings movie. It takes forever to go anywhere. There's long stretches of time where nothing happens. And like I mentioned before, yes, this movie is all about how men can screw over women. You know, know, people have talked about, oh, well, you know, in horror films, there's always a killer chasing down the woman who are having sex and doing this. I'm like, yes, that's very true. But there's always the final girl who gets to go and actually fight against the attacker and win. You don't get that in this. I mean, yes, I'm not going to spoil the ending. There is a moment where people turn and things happen. But this movie is really about how women are putting up with the men in their lives, using them as sexual objects, as you know, physically beating on them, um, and they just take it because they're oh they're so frail and weak and they're women. That's literally the message we're, that's coming across in this film, and it's horrible. Oh, it's that's awful. I, I don't see how this could have been such a uh, unless the book's completely different. Um, there's only one female character who's the uh, the female cop in this who actually takes charge. And has any sort of, you know, personality other than being meek and woe is me. And, yeah, it's for that, for the fact that it's boring as hell, um, I, I, I'm at a 4 out of 10, which I'm being nice. I, I walked out hating this movie. Um, but Emily Blunt is fantastic. But, yeah, if you want to go see a movie that's misogynistic, that's boring, and that just goes nowhere and tells nothing. Oh, and there's a, there is a twist. You see the twist coming in the first five minutes of the movie. If you, if you don't see it then you obviously don't watch movies very often so yeah it's it's just a complete mess uh, you know if you want to see misogyny done well in a movie you should go get some like classic Neil LeBute and go go see in the company of men or or turn on the news which is basically in the company of men happening on the news right now which is very fun so uh yes <laughs> uh yeah, so that's no, it's- it's That's just terrible. not good. <laughs> That's awful. Well, as as terrible as that is, the good news is we're getting close to Halloween now, and it's time to really start curating your Halloween movies that you're going to be watching. And as Adam and I were talking, we're like, you know, there are still a lot of movies that we have never seen, and some of them are the classics out there. 
Uh, and, and the one that both of us uh, had a shame moment that neither <laughs> of us have seen is American Werewolf in London. So I, I that's my homework. I'm going to go and I'm going to watch that this week. And, and, and uh, me too, because that's it's one I've always meant, meant to watch. Um, I've seen the sequel, <laughs> which was horrible, <laughs> which no one wanted to see. Uh, but yeah, it, it's funny. People are always like, oh my God, you haven't seen this? I'm like... No, I haven't. But I did see 150 movies this year. What? How many did you see? <laughs> so we've we've all got those little blind spots, and and that's okay. So yeah. this week we're gonna we're we're having we're having the Halloween confession booth, and we're we're talking about movies that we haven't seen that the other one has, and why the other person should see that. So, okay, so should so I go? Gonna, I'll admit first. Okay. 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 Bless me, Andy, for I've sinned. And, and, <laughs> Oh, I've never been to confession because I'm not Catholic. Um, <laughs> no, uh, my the one I've always wanted to see and never got a chance to uh, was both the original Let the Right One In and the American remake Let Me In. Um, and I know yeah. you love those movies, so let me know what I'm missing. <laughs> I, I really do. You know, I used to have a rule, go see any movie with vampires in it. And, and then Twilight uh, happened. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, well, funny story about that. You know, following the rule of go see any movie with vampires in it, you end up with John Carpenter's Vampires, <laughs> which is... To be fair, it wasn't horrible. It was just bad. <laughs> horrible. It's just bad. But it's funny and campy. Uh, uh, but then, uh, you know, following that rule, we also had Blade 2. So, you know, there and there's a lot within the vampire genre. So, yeah, Twilight came out. And uh, that happened kind of the same time that a bunch of my family was in town, I think, for Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. And so my wife and her sisters were like, we're going to go see Twilight and we're going to go on a girl date and we're going to go see this movie. And so my brother and I, my brother-in-law and I said, okay, you know what? Let's go see a real vampire movie. Let's go see this, uh, this movie, Let the Right One In. And so we did, and then we returned and compared notes with with our wives and, and sisters. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, we definitely saw the better movie. Uh, this is a really cool movie because the stars are kids, and you and these are also actors you've never seen or heard of before because they're all the, is it is it Swedish? Are they Swedish? I think they're Swedish. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> Swedish. Um, I probably should have looked that. I don't care. It's got subtitles. It's a language I don't speak, uh, but it's definitely Northern European, and it is intense. Uh, the kids, there's a little boy named Oscar who gets bullied by all of the kids in his school. He's kind of a little bit off, but he's not really that much different, and in a way, he's the character that we completely buy into like that's us I'm like oh I remember how I was in school and kids would pick on me so uh, he he finds this other girl who's new in his school and uh, is kind of obsessed with her Uh, turns out she's a vampire and she beats up the bullies and kills people and all sorts of other things Uh, she also has an older caretaker uh, who we're not sure if it's her grandfather or exactly what's going on, but there's a whole story there. And, um, you really see what's going on in their lives and, uh, the, the sacrifices 
that vampires have to make, uh, you know, oh, cursed with eternal youth. Well, you know, what if that eternal youth is like you're constantly 10? Uh, you know, that's uh, a little bit, a little bit tougher to deal with. Uh, the American version is good. It, it gets a lot of what the original version got. Uh, I, I won't say don't go see it, but I will say see Let the Right One In because it is it is better. It is more original. Mm-hmm. Um, but Let Me In is by no means a, a bad movie, and Chloe Grace Moretz is great in it, and uh, it, it's worth seeing. But, but Let the Right One In is really where it's at, and uh, I think anyone who is a fan of vampires, of good filmmaking yeah this movie this movie is violent and bloody but a lot of that happens off screen uh in like your classic greek drama type fashion and so uh you're left with a lot of the aftermath of the violence and it's it's very interesting how they choose to do that um just really good really suspenseful uh, great characters and um, makes you think and makes you feel and uh, can't ask for much much more out of a movie than that especially uh, vampires hmm. hey, nice yeah like I said it's, uh, I've seen the trailers I've heard excellent word of mouth and you know what you told me about just now makes me want to hop out immediately and go see it <laughs> the moment we're done with this but yeah, I yeah. would say, like, of the vampire movies that are out there, vampire movies made in the last ten years, this might be the best one. I'm trying to think if there's anything better. Um, but it's, I would say it's probably in the top five vampire movies of all time. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, it's really, really good. It's, and it's definitely worth your time if you care at all about vampires. So, there you go. Cool. So, Andy, what's your, what's your uh, what's your confession? Oh, you know, I have a lot of confessions, but going down the list, um, the the movie that I didn't even know, like this was how bad it was. I didn't even really know that this was a movie that I needed to see. Uh, we went down a list of, and I was like, of the top fifty horror movies, and I'm like, seen it, seen it, haven't seen it, haven't seen it. And you were like, oh, you haven't seen that? And I'm like, what? what is that? I don't even know what it is. Now, <laughs> what, what was the title even? Because now I get Suspiria. Suspiria, Sorry. yes. I, I don't, <laughs> like, for shame. Shame. Get, bring, in the lady from, uh, bring in the lady from Game of Thrones that I don't even know that I don't even know that this movie is up there. Yep. So, Suspiria. Yeah. So, Suspiria is, uh, it's by horror uh, master director Dario Argento. Um, it was originally done in Italy, Italian, back in, oh, God, um, 1977? 70s, yeah. 77, yeah, because it's almost 40 years old. <laughs> and they're actually planning a remake for the 40th um, anniversary, so hopefully they'll do it well. But <clears throat> Dario Argento is, uh, again, a horror master. He's done tons of stuff. Uh, he's... Uh, He's just fantastic. I, I couldn't even go and list all his movies because he's done way too many of them. But Suspiria is definitely the one he's <clears throat> the most well-known for. Excuse me. Um, and it, it's I'm not going to go too much into the plot because, the, again, half the fun is figuring out what's happening. Um, it takes place at a ballet dance academy in Germany. 
And this young girl named Susie goes there because she's, you know, obviously a very talented dancer and wants to, you know, learn more and this and that. And while she's there, she, uh, people, you know, all of a sudden she knows some of the girls are very tense, very scared of what's going on. Weird things happen. Um, some people get murdered and then the school tries to cover it up and there could be a coven of witches living there because maybe the school was started by a witch. Maybe it wasn't. Who knows? The It's definitely kind of, you know, figuring things out as you go. But what was really cool with this movie is um, he filmed it very odd. He filmed it with a widescreen camera and then developed it onto standard 35mm film. So it gives it a really weird, kind of stretched out, almost surreal look to it. And what's really, really cool is uh, you've heard of the video game Silent Hill, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, that is, I mean, that is one of the creepiest things I've ever played in my life. Right. That is like the, the epitome of survival horror exactly so the the people the creators of that game base their ideas off of Suspiria because the whole point oh. of Suspiria is that it plays with light and dark and bright colors and definitely your fear of the unknown so most of the movie is you know you're watching it and you're with her and you don't know what's going to happen because things are going off screen things are happening where it's all dark and you can't see and it plays off that to where you're creeping yourself out over above and beyond what's happening on screen so, um, <clears throat> yeah, so if you, again, if you like Silent Hill, the idea and the themes and the scare tactics from that game were all inspired by this movie. So, um, again, it's, it's, it's pretty bloody. Um, it is a little bit savvy sometimes. Um, there's an amazing scene where someone gets hung and they fall through a ceiling, a, a glass ceiling, and the person underneath gets impaled <laughs> by all the shards of glass coming down. Um, but that sounds it, fun. It, it is, actually. <laughs> <laughs> one of the first scenes in the movie too uh, but no it's it's scary it really will rile you up and um, if you've never seen Italian horror uh, it actually puts most of what happens here to shame because it's much more brutal and violent and crazy than what we do um, this is a really good uh, introduction to that genre of horror so uh, definitely check it out it's a lot of fun and it's it's creepy and I think they just came out with a Blu-ray version I'm not sure but I do know the, the remake they're doing is going to star um, Dakota Johnson and Tilda Swinton. And Tilda Swinton, she's amazing. Dakota Johnson, well, I could vote for someone else, but oh well. <laughs> <laughs> not terrible, but uh, has not been choosing good projects. Let's hope that uh, this is better. So. No, and, well, she's... I, I don't know why she's an actress. Like, she has no talent. But anyways, uh, <laughs> we, we've discussed that before with... Uh, oh, what was the horrible movie she was in? The dating movie. How to be single. How to be single, yeah. Yeah. So, anyways, but yeah, so Suspiria, really fun, really creepy, great uh, horror movie. Check it out. And then I am very interested to finally see Let the Right One In and Let Me In. Yeah, well, I will I will go check out Suspiria then. And, uh, you know, again, this is just like a huge blind spot for me. I haven't seen anything by Argento. So I'm just, I know, I'm, I'm terrible. But... Yeah, it happens. We all have blind spots, and that's just like one thing I've never gotten around to. So. Well, you, 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 I'm sure you know his daughter. She was in Triple uh, X, and I think Triple X stayed in the union too. Yeah, Asia Argento. I don't know. Like, I don't know. If you, I, if you saw a picture of her, you, you'd probably know her. But see, Dario Argento's weird because he did a lot of horror movies with her. Um, and there's, like, I, I can't remember the movie, but there was actually one movie where uh, he had to film a rape scene with her. And that's kind of Ugh. odd. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, so... Uh, but he also did, uh, I think it was called Stockholm, uh, was a movie he did. And, uh, you know, obviously about Stockholm. 
Stockholm syndrome. Um, Weird. Okay. Yeah, I will. I'm gonna. I'm gonna step. Oh, Stendhal syndrome. Excuse me. Oh, okay. I'm that was when step... he actually filmed with his daughter. So I will step into uh, step into Suspiria and the world of Dario Argento and uh, get get some learning. Yeah. So yeah, do do that one. And Stendhal syndrome is about uh, walking somewhere and all of a sudden you get caught in a trance and you wake up and don't know where you've been. So. Oh yeah. Like you do. Like you do. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> but that's one he did with his daughter. So I, I don't think that one has the rape scene though. So that's interesting. Um, anyway, so that's it for this week. Uh, a couple good Halloween movies. One not so good movie at the theaters. Please don't go see it. Um, next week we've got, um, I've got two films on my list. I've got The Accountant, which is the Ben Affleck with, I think with autism type movie where he yeah. grows up and becomes a, a accountant slash hitman or something. <laughs> yeah. They don't really explain it. And then also uh, Keeping Up with the Joneses, which I have no idea what it is. I saw the first trailer for it last night, and it looks like it's supposed to be kind of a wackety schmackety do comedy. Yeah, but it's got lots of people that I that I like in it. We've got John Hamm and Zach Galifianakis. And if it's anything like a Mr. and Mrs. Jones with, uh, you know, wacky neighbors who are mm-hmm. trying to uh, get in on that. It, it, it has some promise. Yeah. Hila Fisher. I, I I continue my my love of her, so uh, I'll, I'll be excited to see that. And, and uh, you don't get to see this, but I'm going to see the first 15 minutes of Doctor Strange tomorrow. Yes, because I'm so. seeing The Accountant, so you will be able yeah. to give us some ideas of what to expect with Doctor Strange. So, yep. so we will talk about that as well. Cool. Well, until next time, have a great weekend and great week, and hail Satan, and have a lovely afternoon. Punk ass tripping, but it's alright. Homie scored a key, he's gonna fly. Punk ass fly.